Father, we lift your name on high. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you glory for the opportunity of being before your presence yet again to guide, to be led of you, to be spoken of by you, and to be lifted up, O God, in the things of your world. Spirit of God, we worship you. Father in heaven, we worship you. Son Jesus Christ, we worship you. And we say, minister your grace in all fullness. As we lift your name and lift your word in the name of Jesus Christ. Visit us in your fullness of mercy. And let every heart here go with the word of God. That is enough for us. The promises that cannot fail, that are sure, that are yea and amen, enough for us. God, let your grace and your ministration, your word, your counsel, your speaking, Lord, keep us on sufficient for the year and beyond in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. As you take all the honor, glory, power, dominion, and majesty. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Standing on the promises that cannot fail. When the howling storms of doubt and fear are sealed, by the living word of God we shall prevail. Standing on the promises of God. Standing on the promises we cannot fall. Listening every moment to the Spirit's call. Resting in our Savior as our all in all. Standing on the promises of God. Father, even so may it be with us and with you. As we go into this 2016. In the name of Jesus. Let everyone say Amen. And let everyone say Amen. And let everyone say Amen again. It shall be so with you in the name of Jesus. Tell the person beside you, welcome to 2016. Happy survival. Happy crossover. We thank God you are around in the name of Jesus. It's all been by the mercies of God. So I welcome you and I welcome all of us by the divine mercies of God into this year in the name of Jesus. A year of shaking of many nations. A year of shaking of individuals. A year of shaking of economies. A year of shaking of the untouchables. The Lord will shake the Lord will shake. Things will shake. Despite the promises of things looking up by the administration. Despite the promises. Yet upheavals. Uncertainty will be there amidst progress. Insecurity will be there in the midst of assurances. Man's good intentions. Our good intentions. Government's good intentions and assurances will be redoubled. There will be no want of goodwill. There will be no want of genuine efforts. Yet, these may not be enough. They won't be sufficient. There won't be enough hope. There won't be enough security. Yet, is a year in which following, hearing, marking, heeding God's word for you, God's word for your circumstances, and God's word for your situations, it will be enough for you in the year 2016 and beyond in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at the gospel according to St. John, chapter 6. John chapter 6, from verse 1. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. And Jesus went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? 
And this he said to prove him. For he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them. But every one of them may take a little. One of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There's a lad there who has five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. Jesus took the loaves. When he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down and eat likewise of the fishes as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore, they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five body loaves which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Praise the Lord. Here is the feeding of 5,000 men by our Lord and Master Jesus Christ. If you like, make it more than 15,000 people. Because if there were 5,000 men, when you add the women and the children, you could be sure there would be more in number each of the groups than the men. So we could be talking about 15,000 and above here. Jesus fed them. Jesus fed them with physical bread. Jesus met their need. Jesus satisfied them. Jesus took care of their physical material needs. Beyond the human capacity to do so. Jesus was able to provide for them not one wanting. And all he needed was by his words. Make them sit down. And by his words, give them to eat. And all he took was the word of the master of the situation. The word of the master of the year. The word of he who took charge of every standing word for it to come to pass. And they were all satisfied. And they ate. And they had left over, over and above those who had eaten. Praise the Lord. In Gospel according to St. John chapter 6, the same chapter 6, look at verse 48. There, Jesus now made it plain and said, I am that bread of life. Your fathers ate manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which comes down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eats of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Here, we see the spiritual bread. We have seen the physical needs met. We have seen the physical bread meeting everyone, not one accepted in that congregation, in that multitude. Here we see the spiritual bread sufficient to satisfy the spiritual needs of all. It means that taking him and taking his word, Jesus says, you shall eat of me here and you shall live forever. Praise the Lord. So if you take me, if you take my word, so to say, Jesus says, you will have enough to live by. You will live forever, and with it, you will not die. And for the life of the world, it's for everyone. There's no exception. This is salvation. That's what makes us live. That is what makes us live beyond 2016, live beyond the years, and live beyond the physical realm. And Jesus says, if you also eat of me, the spiritual bread. You will not die, but do what? You will live. And so, if you are not sure this morning as we have entered into 2016, that you have encountered, that you have taken of the bread spiritually, that is Jesus, and eaten, here is freedom for you. Here is the word that satisfies you. And here is enough that keeps you going. All he says is, take me, eat, and then you will live. Not only live, you will live forever beyond human death. 
beyond the temporal needs of the hour. And you will also live by taking me and having what I have told you. So it's for you and it's for every other person. That's the news for the year. And so in John 6 verse 51, we see Jesus says, If any man eat of me, he shall live forever. Whosoever eats, anyone, no exclusion. Whosoever takes of me, shall live by me, and shall live by it. Look at verse 57 of that St. John's Gospel chapter 6. As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eats me, even he, shall live by me. Anyone who has me, anyone in whom I have taken abode, anyone who has asked me to come into his life, and forgiven, had his sins forgiven, shall live by me. And then you go to verse 63. He says, it is the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and life. Put them together. Whosoever eats of me shall live by me. Shall live every day. Shall live for the year by me. The words that I speak to you, they are life and they are spirit. In other words, whosoever also lives by my word shall live. Praise the Lord. Shall live continually. Shall live for the year. Shall live forever beyond 2016 and ongoing if Jesus still arise in the name of Jesus. Shall live beyond the circumstances. Shall live beyond their situations. Because these words are life and they are spirit. If you take, if you eat, if you digest, if you hear the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. If you hear the words I speak to you and you can get them, you shall live for them. They are sufficient for material, for mundane, for physical, for academic, for healing, for any other need that you have. They are sufficient for physical bread. Hallelujah. They are sufficient for spiritual and eternal endeavors. They are sufficient. You don't need any more. Once you can live by me, by my words, by my control, by my direction, they are enough for you. Look again at the gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 15. Look at verse 32. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion on the multitude, because they continue with me now three days, and have nothing to eat, and I will not send them away fasting. I will not send them away empty. I will not send them away hungry, lest they faint in the way. And his disciples said to him, Where should we have so much bread in the wilderness? As to feel so great a multitude, Jesus said to them, How many loaves have you? And they said, Seven, and a few little fishes. Again, he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground. He took the seven loaves and the fishes and gave thanks and break them and gave to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all it. And we are filled. And they took up of the broken meat that was left seven baskets full. And they that did eat this time, we are four thousand men beside women and children. And he sent away the multitude and took a ship. Praise the Lord. And so here, the feeding of four thousand men at the women and children, it may well be taken of more than 10,000 people all at a stretch of time. And note here that they were all sufficiently fed. They did all eat and were filled and they had leftovers. Praise the Lord. Not in Matthew 15:32, The Bible makes it clear that Jesus noted that they had already been with him for three days. He took note of that. And so, they had been fed spiritually. They had encountered him for three days non-stop. And Jesus had a compassion. Had a concern. Jesus had a need beyond what they knew and thought about. 
beyond what they could even immediately point out. And the concern of Jesus was that they should not go away empty. They should not go away fasting. They should not go away empty of meeting their physical needs. They should not go away fasting in need. Lest they faint or collapse in the way. Not complete the journey homeward. And not be able to show forth what they had manifested in the encounter with Jesus. And what he had been able to impart into their lives. And so Jesus' concern was that he will give them enough so that they will be able to complete the journey back home. And for you and I, to complete the journey of the year 2016. Praise the Lord. And so, here is comprehensive care. Here is all-round needs met. Here are sufficient attention to what is our needs and our desires and our work for the year. All taken care of by the words of Jesus. All taken care of by his command, by his instruction. The Bible told us he already knew what he will do for that year. Praise the Lord. He already knew what he will do for the crowd. Beyond what their immediate need and knowledge was, he knew what to do. And so here, for all that pertain to life and to godliness, as 2 Peter 1, 3 we say, he has the word. Enough for us for year 2016 and beyond in the name of Jesus Christ. His eye, his mind, his attention was given enough and sufficient for their physical existence and for their survival and for their spiritual progress. I want you to take note of certain things there. Take note of their concern. Take note of their queries. Take note of their worries. And the people who are being concerned here, who are worried, who are wondering here, are his disciples, not the multitudes. The people who had been with him. The people who had known him. And the people who had constantly been with him beyond the multitude. You know, that was you and I. The disciples, those who had known him. They were the ones who had a need, who had a concern, who had a burden. Not the multitude. And so, that is also your need, your concern, your query as you enter into the new year. What were their concerns? They had concerns and the queries of life. They had concerns for the sufficiency of the time. And you may have your concern for this year as well. You have your query. You already have your questions. You already have your burdens for the sufficiency for the year. And that's a legitimate concern like any other person. They have a concern. Take note of what happened there. In John 6, 7, Philip said, 200 penny worth of bread. In other words, 200 denarii worth of bread. And some translations put it, half a year's wages. Half a year's salary. Six months. Half of the year's salary. If we bring it, he had already denominated it in terms of money, in terms of practical needs, in terms of things that could readily be applicable to them, in terms of the economy, in terms of the realities, in terms of the monetary world. He said, even if you bring half a year's wages with what you see before us, it is not sufficient for them. And somebody may be saying with the things I look and say, they are not sufficient to go through the year. Then look still at that same thing. It's not sufficient for them that what will happen, that they may eat, that they may take a little. It didn't even say that they will be satisfied. It says even if you bring half a year's salary, it's not sufficient for them to take what? A little. For each person to take a bite. For each person to just have something to go by. For each person to cheer up and just be in the way. It doesn't matter. Have belly, have food. It's not enough. That's a legitimate concern. Look at verse 9 of John chapter 6 there. And they found a lad who had bread, five bloods, five barley loaves, two small fishes. Look at their concern again. But what are they among so many? What are these? Located bread. What are they among so many? Realistic human assessment of the situation. Realistic human assessment of the year. 
Do we have enough? What are they? The resources I have. A long one. We have just passed out from a difficult and challenging year. What are they? Are there so many to satisfy? Look still at their concern in Matthew 15.33. Look at their concern again. His disciples, those who are close to him. Those who are like you and I. Those who have been with him. Those who have experienced his message and his words and teachings. His disciples say to him, Where should we get so much bread in the wilderness as to fill so great a multitude? From where do we get enough bread? So much bread. Where? In the wilderness. Not in the city. Not in the town. Not from a beggar. The circumstances we see around us do not warrant looking up. They do not warrant any answer to this need. They do not warrant looking around and seeing a silver lining in the sky. They do not warrant seeing help. Where? With our human understanding, we are limited to find where there will be enough money, to find where there will be enough accommodation, to find where there will be enough sustenance, to find where there will be enough opportunity, to find where there will be enough job vacancy, to find where there will be enough meeting of needs, sufficient to fill so great a multitude in our environment, in the economy of our nation, in the economy of the town. We can see things happening that way, sustaining. Naira has fallen so little. I think within the last few years of last year, last few days, we heard that one Naira or one dollar was equivalent to 280 Naira. It has fallen so low. The cost of oil has fallen so low in the price international markets. And we heard, I think within the last few days too, that a barrel of oil that sometimes sold for more than a hundred dollars was selling for about $32 a barrel. You can contrast it. The possible removal of oil subsidy, perhaps. Negotiated increase in taxes, we have heard. Hard and challenging times around. And then, I'm wondering, how do we get sufficiently enough to get by? And if that is not enough, look at Haggai chapter 2, that God also said will be the visitation of our nation, and we cannot yet fathom it on our own. Haggai chapter 2, verse 21, speak to Zerubbabel, governor of Judah, saying, I will shake the heavens and the earth. I will overthrow the throne of the kingdoms. I will destroy the strength of the kingdoms of the heathens. And I will overthrow the chariots and those that ride in them. And the horses and their riders shall come down, every one by the sword of his brother. In that day, says the Lord of hosts, will I take you, O Zerubbabel, my servant, the son of Shelter, says the Lord, and will make you as a signet, for I have chosen you says the Lord of hosts. And so as if that is not enough, God says there will be a shaking again of this nation. There will be a shaking of men high and low. There will be a shaking of the things that people hang on to and depend. But not there. He says I will overthrow the kingdoms of the heathens. Praise the Lord. In other words, if you are within my own bracket of care of disciples, it's not all unto you. You will see the events taking their place and taking their turn. But for you, my servant, for you, my son, for you, my daughter, he says, I will make you a signet. Praise the Lord. I have chosen you. My words will go with you. And what is a signet? A signet is a ring, a special ring that is worn on the hand, which is also a sign of authority. So instead of signing your signature with a signet ring, all you need to do is to impress it on any article, on any page, and that's authority. And that's done. And that matter is settled. And that goes with the power and all that is known with your name. It is as good as your word going out to accomplish it. And God says, I make you my signet ring in the name of Jesus Christ. I have chosen you. I have made a difference concerning you. And that is what makes a difference as you go on into this year. Look at Malachi chapter 2. Look at verses 16 
through 18. Chapter 3, 16 to 18. Then they that feared the Lord spoke often one to another, and the Lord hearkened it and heard. And a book of remembrance was written before him. For whom? For them that feared the Lord, and that thought upon his name, and they shall be mine, praise the Lord. And this is the word of the Lord speaking, says the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them. In this 2016, I will spare you. I will spare you the troubles. I will spare you the heartaches. I will spare you the shaking and the overthrow of situations around you. In the name of Jesus. I will spare them. As a man spares his own son that serves him. That's what God is saying about you and I. Then he shall return. And descend between the righteous and the wicked. Between him that serves God and him that does not serve him. So friends, these are the concerns. From where shall we get so much? From where shall we get so much bread? It's in the wilderness. It's in the famine. It's in hard times. It's in challenging times. It's among dwindling prices. Those are human concerns. And God says, look up. Hear my word. I have chosen you. You are mine. You belong to me. Even when I shake the nations, I will make you a sign and an authority symbol in the name of Jesus Christ. I will preserve you and I will spare you from the harm and from the rock and from that which comes. And so even when they were expressing their concern, their burden, their worry, their queries, they had answers. They had solution. They had a way out. They had a sufficiency. That gospel according to St. John 6, 11, told us clearly there, Jesus took the loaves. When he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples. And disciples to them there were set down. And likewise of the fishes, as much as they would. Friend, with the word of God on your life and situation this year, you will have as much as you would in the name of Jesus. In verse 12, we read there, they were filled. They were filled. There was no need that was not met. There was no lack. They were filled. In verse 13, they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above to them that had eaten. So friends, they were not only filled, they were fully satisfied, and they had leftovers. May that be your portion from the Lord this year, in the name of Jesus. You will have remaining, you will have over and above, that which was their need at the beginning of the first instance. That's the answer. That's the solution that they had. And in Matthew 15, 37, still in that same scenario, we read there that they did all, it, no exception. All. Friend, what is your need? Child of God, what is your burden? Are you of the name of the Lord and mention his name? What is your concern? All, no exception. They did all eat and were filled and took up that which remained. Everyone will be scattered for who is in the fold of the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Not by the things you see, not by the things you hear, not by the difficulties. No, but at the word of the Lord, at his word. At his word. Mark it. At his word. The moment you depend on the news, the moment you depend on the economy, the moment you depend on what the exchange rate is, the moment all your plans and budgeting are on the circumstances around, you will be like any other person. You will feel the heat as well. But at his word, you will be filled. At his word, you will be satisfied. At his word, you will have sufficiency and over in the name of Jesus Christ. All it took, friends, to get this result beyond human explanation was at the word of Jesus. That was all it took. That was all it took. In John 6.10, we see him clearly there say, make them sit down. In the next phrase, we see him say, give them to eat. Just his word. 
The crowd was not the issue. The fewness of the loaves of bread was not the issue. What was important was, I am the one speaking for your need, for your circumstance. And that was all that needed the answer to be brought. It wasn't for you and I to begin to break our head and crack our body. Where is that going to come from? The crowd was so much that they said, where are we going to get enough bread? The environment was a desert place. There's no way you could even have bought if you had enough money. And the need was so very, very violent. And here were there so few loaves and fishes. And all he said was, make them sit down. Give them to eat. It's his word that brought the answers. Praise the Lord. It's his word that brought the solution. It's his word that knew their need and came right at the point of need. Take note of that John 6 verse 6. Jesus himself already knew what he would do. Hallelujah. Jesus himself already in that situation knew ahead of them. Knew irrespective of their circumstance. Knew without the commentary on the environment. Knew without how much money was physically in their pocket. Knew without looking at the value in the economy. Jesus himself had already known. And for you into 2016, he already knows what to do. Praise the Lord for that. That is all that you need. You are in his safe hands. You are under his canopy. He knows what to do. He knows what the year will turn out to be. He already knows the beginning and the end from the beginning. Here is January 1, 2016, and we are thanking God for survival. He already has foreseen December 31, 2016. Sure, he knows. He already knows the turns you will take. He knows through the tumbles you and I will go. He knows the challenges. He knew what he would do. And he just asked them question to see their action. To see how they will comply. He gave them command to see how they will obey. To see whether they will act on his word or depend on their circumstance. And remain where they are with the problems. And in John 6, 57, he says, We say, it's my word. It's me. Shall live by me. 63. The words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Friends, Jesus already knows what will happen with you this year. He also knows what he will do by you this year in the name of Jesus. He knows what he will do by us. He's determined to release sufficient word. He's determined to release sufficient guidance for every of our needs and situations in the name of Jesus. May we catch on. May we hold on. May we have faith on his word enough for the year in the name of Jesus. I have read to you what God says will happen. The government with all assurances, the president and people are saying, let's believe that the change mantra will bring enough of respite. Things will begin to look up. The president will say, have patience. The things we have put on the ground will soon begin to work out. That's man's good intention. But those intentions are not enough. They are not cashable. They are not the check you can take to the bank. And despite their intentions, things will override in the name of Jesus. But for you, who are mine, and whom I have chosen, and who is my disciple, and who wants to listen not to the environment, not to the things around, and act on my word, you will have enough sufficient for every situation in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's apply certain things here as we begin to round up. In Matthew 15:32, Jesus made a comment. These people have continued with me. He was talking about the people who have done what? Continued with him. Who also had visible needs. He wasn't talking about the people who were not there with him. These people have consistently, actively continued with me. These people are ongoing with me. It's a present tense, present continuous. They have been and they continue. These people are not going back. 
These people are not looking sideways. They are not half-hearted. These people have no alternative, no joker. These people have put all their trust, implicit, total confidence, and they are yet with me. These people are looking up for me and looking up to what I will say. That's a criterion. These people have continued with me. Friend, will you continue with the Lord? Will you continue in your level of steadfastness? Will you even continue not to be distracted by the news you will hear? You will hear sudden news if there's anything like that. You know, when there's news, plural, it is news. Singular, it is what? It is still news. But you will hear sudden news so much that you will wonder who next? What will happen next? But yet, these people who continue with me, who are not shaking, who have remained with me, may that be you in the name of Jesus Christ. May you be among the people Jesus had been indicting about into the journey of 2016 and say they have continued with me. They have continued. In Matthew chapter 8 verse 8, the centurion came and said, Master, I'm also like you. I know what words of authority can do. I don't need you to enter my household. I don't need you to begin to talk day by day. I don't need you to go surveying every issue of my life. I don't need you to walk the distance. Just speak the word. Speak the word. Master, all I need is your word in this situation. I'm waiting at your word. Just speak the word. I'm waiting on you. I'm looking up to you. I'm looking to you to speak the word, and my servant will be healed. And that was all Jesus did. He spoke the word, and situations over distances began to change to obey the spoken word. And so again, friend, as you continue with him, I will be on the waiting that whatever they need, family, healing, whichever, let him speak the word. Get his word for that situation, for that need. You will say, look, does he also provide for my pair of shoes? Does he also know about my admission? Does he also know about the contract? Does he also know about the business? Does he also know about the change of course? Does he also know about the things that are still pulling on me? Sure enough, he already knows what he will do. Praise the Lord. And he's waiting to see how you will react. And he says, at your word, speak the word. That's the centurion. That need over a distance, over that office, over that village, over that household, will be met. And so let it be with you in the name of Jesus. Look at Luke chapter 5 verse 5. Peter said, Master, we have toiled all through the night, and we have caught how many? Nothing. We have caught how much fish? Nothing. We have toiled. We have exerted ourselves. We have experienced, put our experience to the bargain. We have put all we have our knowledge to do. We have faced the reality of when fishes normally come out in the night, at the deadness and the quietness of the night. What we have done, what we have seen, the circumstance around us, we have worked with our energy, with our intellect, with our wisdom. We have brought a result of what? Nothing. And then he rose from around. He rose from what others did. And spoke up and said, But at your word, we will cast down the net. That changed the scenario. That changed the situation. That brought a hull of sheep, the Bible says, of fish, that they were not able to do what? Carry again over and above what they went out for. Friend, you shall have over and above in every area and need of life this year by the speakings of the words of Jesus in Jesus' name. You will have the circumstance will challenge you. Peter says we have got nothing with our experience, with our knowledge, with all our know-how. We have got nothing. And so the situation, much with your word, doesn't seem to fit. I only have enough faith to discard the situation and act at your word. And friend, that was all that was needed to change that journey, change that story, change their lives, change their ministry, and commit a whole rest of people. It will be so with you this year in the name of Jesus Christ. At your word, there's safety. At your word, there's assurance. 
at your word. There's enough to go through. Ecclesiastes 8.4 says, Where there is the word of a king, there is power. Praise the Lord. Where there is the word of a king, there is power. There is authority. There is victory. There is passing through unmolested. There is sufficiency. What does he need for the king to bring them about? Just his word. That happens with us physically. The king doesn't need to go there. The king doesn't need to shout. The king doesn't need to lift his voice. The king doesn't need to beat about the bush. The king doesn't need to lament. All that the king needs to do is to give the word. And power and victory and authority will come with it. You are a prince unto God. Revelations 1.5 says that you are, he has made you a prince and a king unto him. Praise the Lord. And 1 Peter 2.9 tells us, we are talking of those who have continued with him. Those who are his disciples, who even wondered, how much can we go on our own strength this year? How much guarantee? How much insurance? How much confidence? When everywhere around is looking like a wilderness, a desert, a famine, a difficult situation. Right there, he has to say, at your word, we will go through so when there is a word of a king, irrespective of what is prevailing, there is power, there is victory. And friends, he says, I have chosen you. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. I have made you a peculiar person because you have come into me, that you may show forth the praises of I who brought you from darkness. There has to be that transition. And so where the word of a king is, where Jesus speaks the word, there is nothing else but power to do what? Follow it. So what do you need to do again? What is our clear mandate here? It is clearly to locate where Jesus has says to do what? Launch out. To drop the net. To locate the word for every single need. Every single expectation. Every single thing you will come across this year, there is a word of God for it. And when you catch the word, you will have the victory and the power and the guidance in the name of Jesus. Around you will be casting down. Around you will be commentary on the situation. But with his word, you will sail up in the name of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 30, 21 says, You shall hear a word. You shall hear what? A word. Who shall hear? You. You in the singular. You who are mine. You who are my disciples. You shall hear a word behind you. In other words, personalized. It's not sounding from above. You shall hear a word behind you. Saying, this is the way. Turn you to the right. Or do what? Turn to the left. Friend, may you hear his word personalized for you personalized for your situation. That is all you need in the name of Jesus Christ. Your own ears. That's how that Isaiah 30, 21 says. Your own ears. Not the ears of others. You don't need to depend on outside influence. You don't need to be anchored on people's faith. You don't need to go by hearsay. You don't need to go by what they have reported again in the news. He says, if you care, and you are mindful of it. Your own ears this year shall hear personalized word of God for your situation. Not another. Specific for your life. Specific for each situation. Specific for each need. Specific for your circumstances this year. In the name of Jesus Christ. How great is our God. How great is His name. He's the greatest love forever the same. He drove back the waters of the mighty rain sea. He says, I will lead you. Only trust in, only trust in me. How great is our God. How great is his name. He's the greatest Lord 
forever the same. He drove back the waters of the mighty Red Sea. He says, I will lead you when they trust in me. The King of the universe, the Lord of the circumstances, the Lord of the year, the Lord of the nations, the King of kings and the Prince of priests, you cannot quantify his greatness. You cannot measure his understanding. The great I am that I am. He says, over the journey of the year, over the waters of the Red Sea, I will lead you. Over the circumstances around that encounter you, I will lead you. I will give you the word. I will guide you. I will commit you, particularly as you trust in my word. So what do we need to do, friends, this year? Number one, get the word. Discover the word of God for your situation. Where you are at any point in this year. Don't go the way you've gone before. The arms of flesh will fail you. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's not of him that run it. It's not of him that also does what? Will it. Let not the rich man boast in his riches. Let not the intelligent man, the man of letters, boast about his knowledge. Let even the person who is mighty not depend on that, on experience, on previous years. They will fail you. Let anyone who wants to go far into the year, trust in me. Lean on me. Acknowledge me. The word. Discover the word of God for your situation. And on any issue, friends, on any issue on which you have the word of God, on any issue on which you have heard God. On any issue in which God has spoken to you this year. And God can speak his word directly to you as a person. Yes, he will. As you expect him, like Isaiah said, you will hear him in the name of Jesus. By direct message. It can be as the preaching is going on. It can be by prophecy. It can be by vision. It can be by dreams. It can be by trance. It can be by any other means of revelation, provided they are anchored on God. On any issue on which you have the word of God, on any issue on which God has spoken to you clearly, it can also be from the scriptures. It can be by the scriptures. It can be as a guide. It can be as you apply that passage you are reading. It can be as you take the instruction of your study. It can be as that passage of scripture jumping into you. The written word, Logos, suddenly becoming the revealed word, Rema. On any issue, and on every issue, on which you have got the word of God for you, for this year, that matter is settled in the name of Jesus. So with all you are getting, get the word. Take it back again. Don't be in a hurry. Don't rush because the multitude is rushing. Don't also run with the environment. Stay back now. What is God saying about this, my need, my situation? Where am On any issue, as you remain there, get the word of God in that particular situation. So secondly, as you get the word, hear him. Hear his word. In other words, settle it into your heart. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. You can hear something now that is for your good, and the moment you are stepping out, you've forgotten it. It's not of value to you. You have not put it in your heart. You have not gathered it. So hear him. Let that word come to you as a person, not just a generalized scripture. Every scripture is inspired of God. But let this word come to you as a person. Hear him. Let it be that God has said this concerning me. Take it as from him to you. Not them. Not all of us. You can have many members in a family, but get the word for your need as a member of that family. And as a family, get the word of God for that situation as it were. Number three, take heed to that word of God which you hear. 
take note of it. Mark that word. Constantly keep at it. Refer to it. Don't deviate. It is human and natural usually to usually sometimes. The disciples in the presence of Jesus will say, what is that among so many? The disciples in the presence of Jesus after they have been with him for a while will say, look, where are we going to get what to satisfy this great multitude? So our heart usually will be tended to run amok, to go out. Keep your heart, keep your mind disciplined on taking heed to the word. And then move at his word. Hallelujah. Fourthly, move at his word, not before his word. If you have been doing that before, step back this time. Don't move before his word. Don't move at other people's words. Don't move at the situations that others have brought up. Don't move at the things surrounding you. Move only at his word. Fifthly, walk, act, choose. Live in line with God's word which you have heard. Not what you see and not what you hear ordinarily. And the sixth one which we do this year in John 6, 68. That's the same gospel of John. Chapter 6, verse 68. Peter clearly said there, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Praise the Lord. You have no other option. If you do not go at his word, you have made a choice to go to others. And Peter says, on this matter of this year, to whom is the alternative to go? Where is the alternative to listen to? Where is the alternative to take directives from? Every other thing we've spoken around, we have made a survey. And we have seen that there is no other to whom we shall go. You have what? The words of eternal life. Sufficient for our physical. Sufficient for our spiritual. Sufficient for our acute. Sufficient for our long-standing needs. Sufficient to tide us over. May that be the confession of your mouth also in the name of Jesus. The word of God is enough for you in this year. And that's all you need to get. And so, the words that speak to you. Our life and spirit, Jesus says. They are enough for you. And the word of a king, there is power. There is walking and there is result working with it. So, Matthew 15, 32, Jesus is making a promise. In this year, I will not let you go fasting in the name of Jesus. I will not let you go in lack. I will not let you go empty. I will not let you enter ill-equipped for any situation for a challenge. I will not let you go unprepared. I will not let you go uncared for. Into the year, I will not. It's not in my nature. I have the words to sustain you already. I will cater for you. I will sufficiently feed you. I will equip you into the journey of the year. That's Jesus mentioned to you. And you better hold his word for it in the name of Jesus. And then in Luke 5.4, he says, let down your nets. Note where and when he says to act. Note where and when and what he says in every of your situation. Begin a fresh walk with the word of God, with the scriptures, the written word of God. Let it become revealed. And note where he says, let down the net. Act foolishly. Believe him. Walk by him. And let no other take an assurance of you. So, at his word, have your assurance. At his word, have your specific and your ears confidential to you, specific to you, particular to you, will hear a word. Jesus knows what to do. Be guided of him in the name of Jesus Christ. And he shall be well with you. And he shall make a victory when others are sinking. And you shall have the host of heaven at your back and call. And you will go through the tough times with the year and challenges and distresses. And yet you will be set sailing. Because you are not living dependent on the world around you. You have acted on his word. So may it be with you and I. In the name of Jesus Christ. Shall we bow our heads to pray. His word is yea. Amen. Have found it yet, and amen. His word is yea. 
unto him. You will act at his word. You'll be willing to close your ears and hearts and eyes to what the situation is around you. And you will only walk and act and move at his word. Tell him that's your desire. Tell him that's your expectation. Tell him that is what you want to see happening with you this year. And if you are here, he says, if you eat me, if you eat my word, if you eat my flesh, if you open the door of your heart and welcome me in, I will come in and sup with you. You shall live forever. You shall live forever and never die. We're not talking about 2016 now. We're talking about eternity. We're talking about eternal dealings with your Father God. We're talking about your heart and your spirit being alive, recreated unto the image of Him who had made you. If you are here this morning and you are not sure, that you have eaten of the person of Jesus, received his peace, gotten his salvation, and you are into a new year by the mercies of God. And yet, your sins are there. Your doubts are still you. Yet your past life is running over you. That's what? This morning. Tell him, Father, I have committed myself unto you. I want to eat of you the bread of life that came from heaven that forgives sins, and that approves me before you. Is there anybody here this morning? The Spirit of God is telling you, my son, give me your heart. My daughter, surrender to me. The best that you can have into the year is that you have made peace with him. Who is the living word and who says, eat of me, you shall not only live for the year, you will live forever. And you are willing to do just that. You are tired of the struggling. You are tired of the effort. Peter said, we have done on our own, with good intentions. It has amounted to nothing. But at your word, I'm ready to let go. I'm ready to let open. Is the Spirit of God drawing you this morning and saying, Come, open up, and let me come in. If that is you, just raise your hand where you are. We're going to pray with you. And the past, he says, I'll remember them no more. As far as the east is separated from the west, so will I keep away your transgressions from you, because I am the Lord who forgives all your iniquity. Is there anyone here this morning, on this first day of the year, and you want to make peace with him, and be guided by his word, and walk according to the precepts, and have Jesus recreate you, and forgive you your sins? Please lift your hand where you are. We do not fail to make this call, because we don't want anyone in our midst to be a mishap, to be an accident. And Jesus is talking to his disciples, and yet the sheep are not with the goats. And then his plans and promises may seem to fail. They never fail. I want Jesus in my life. Are you here this morning? For the last time, please raise your hand where you are. And let's pray together with you. Can you ask God to forgive you your sins? He said, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that he died for you, Say you shall be saved. Confess your shortcomings. Confess your weaknesses, your inadequacies, and surrender to him. Ask him to come into your life, to come and be your Lord and personal Savior, to come and give you the grace to live for him. That is what he has promised. And once you ask, he gives to you. I want you to repeat after me. My Lord and my Savior, I'm a sinner. I'm not worthy to be called your child. I have sinned against you. But Lord, because you love me, you sent your son Jesus Christ and he came and died for me and paid the price of my sin. Lord, have mercy upon me. Forgive me my sins. Cleanse me from every unrighteousness. Cancel my name from the book of death. Write my name in the book of life. Give me power to be your child. Power to live a holy life. Power to say no to sin. 
and cut off every relationship I have with the power of darkness. Grant me the grace to live for you every day. In Jesus' name. Our Lord and personal Savior will give you praise. Thank you for these your children. Thank you, Father Lord, because it pleased you to bring them into your kingdom today. Lord, we return our praise and worship unto your holy name. Even as they have confessed with their mouth and they believed in their heart and they have come out boldly to acknowledge you. Father Lord, forgive their sins. Cleanse them from every unrighteousness. Cancel their names from the book of death. Write their names in the book of life. Lord, every relationship they have with the past of darkness, all the things they have done in the past, that have put them under the bondage of the enemy, Lord, we stand upon your word and we declare them null and void in Jesus' name. We establish your counsel over their lives. And God, we declare that from today henceforth, they will live for you. They will honor your name. God, they will glorify you. And Lord, you shall view them up as instruments of righteousness to the glory and honor of your name. Thank you, Lord, as you accept them into your kingdom and as you glorify your name. Be thou exalted, O Lord, over these lives. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Can we all just stand where we are? His word is yea and amen. I've found it yea and amen. His word is yea. His word is yea. Amen. How found it yet? His word is yet. His word is yet. Father, at your word, we will listen. At your word, we will move. At your word, we will live and have our being this year in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we declare that we may have walked with our experiences. We may have walked with head knowledge. We may have walked with circumstances around us. We may have staked our things on stock market report, on economic forces. And the amount of money we have in our pocket, we may have made our plans according to the level of what we know limited as human beings. Father, that may have sufficed us for the previous years. But in this year, they are not enough to set us still. They are not enough to keep us above the crowd. They are not enough to meet our needs. They are not enough to keep us from the shaking of many, of individuals, of untouchables, of nations. They are not enough to take us away from the distress of the time. And therefore, Lord, with all our heart, we resolve to take you at your word this year in the name of Jesus. And Lord, let all be filled. Let the old be filled in the name of Jesus. Let the young be filled with your word for each situation in the name of Jesus. Let the male be filled at your word in the name of Jesus. Let the females be filled at your word in the name of Jesus. Whatever our levels of need, our work, our situations, our status, Lord, this year we move at your word in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we commit ourselves to continue with you. To continue unshakable in spirit, soul, and body. To continue in committed service. To continue in unalloyed loyalty. To continue without a double-minded life. To continue without half-hearted work. To continue without following you from afar. Lord, we commit ourselves to a close work with you under your obedience so that we'll be sensitive to hear your word. We can discern your word in the midst of a multitude. And it will come at our need and our situations in the name of Jesus. And we say, Lord, at your word there is power. And every of the situations that we'll encounter this year, we already ask them to align to your word in obedience in the name of Jesus Christ. Make us, Lord, to experience, Lord, what you have said about us. Chosen of you, your own people, called by your name, we shall descend the difference between the righteous, between your disciples, between those who call upon you and those who move at your word and the rest of the people. May that be a mark in our lives this year for every situation in the name of Jesus. Your word travels over distances. 
He travels over families. He travels over situations. He travels over the sea. He travels over the land. He travels over the air. And your word is active and brings the result for which you have sent it out. May your word achieve your purpose in our lives this year and mark us out in the name of Jesus. A people prepared for their Lord. Purified from iniquity, zealous of good works, and counting and looking unto your own coming, ready at any time to do good in the name of Jesus Christ. And as we leave, may your word meet the needs before we ever encounter them in Jesus' name. You who already know what you will do, you have us in your heart, you have us in your bosom, we thank you. Because you will act and you will continually bring your mercy to bear upon us, O God, ever before we encounter them in the name of Jesus. Let every heart be lifted of you. Let every confidence be cast on you. And let there be no other second look. And Lord, as we move and hear your word, may we experience results, grace, mercy, deliverance, healing, provision in every means in the name of Jesus. May we experience a walk and encounter with you. May there be a renewing of our spirit and a renewing and commitment to serving you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Be exalted and worship and magnify. And so shall it be with our lives. In Jesus' name we pray.